episode 37, Rangers of the Grid. It's Richard Carrion. That's Marcus Morton. It looks a little different today because we leveling up in this new year. Happy New Year. It's a new year, new Rangers of the same Rangers of the Grid, new outlook. It's a new year. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, dang. Bro, so you know how, like, <laughs> speaking of Big E. And Cedric the Entertainer stole my stuff. <laughs> how Cedric gonna steal his stuff? Anyway, back to Big E. Forget Cat Williams. Um, no, so you know how like, I ain't a lot wearing of- a dress. But he'll perm his hair though. Okay. So um um so you know how a lot of like the lightning collection figures and stuff have been like popping up like Ross, Burlington's and like those other stores. Yeah, I almost went to our Burlington. I actually haven't went to our local Burlington ever. Uh-huh. But I thought about going there because I saw that too, like online people are finding well, I did the other day, like last week. Last you was Burlington? Week. Yeah. So it was the same it was the same day that um I called you about the uh Ranger Slayer pop. Is it cool? Um, hey, hey, this is total sidebar of just like, know, this is, hey, man, uh, I ain't been to it yet. It goes with it. It goes, hey, we're talking about Ranger stuff, but and Biggie, but it all connects. So, um, because I remember at Ross is where I found TJ the in space mm-hmm. with the Galaxy Glider, which you've always That's, talked about wanting, and you probably got mm-hmm. it for a way get the best deal. Oh, dude, I got for eight bucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, um, was anyway. it like thirty dollars? Yeah, at Target. When we first oh, saw it the very it was like first 30 time. something, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh so I was like, you know, because I, I saw the Burlington, I was like, well, maybe we'll see, you know, but then it's like, you know, Christmas just happened, so probably their selection, if they had anything, was gonna be low. They ain't have nothing. But what they did have, do you remember when WWE came out with, and this is when Biggie was on his singles run, um, uh, before he got the title, they okay. did that like quad. Of him, like, like the, the ATV, yeah, and it, so it has him on there, bro. The head is gone, so it's just like his neck. And so I was like, oh, this is the Ridge Holland edition, I guess. Oh, dang! Why he doing that gimmick though? Why he reliving that gimmick? Just saying, not edgy. I I get, it, but it's like, hey man, that's people still sour about it. But, sure, yeah. I bet I bet he's more sour than people. Probably, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent, but yeah, I bet he, he he has more guilt of it than anyone else. Oh yeah, and I'll say this: I'll say my piece. We all know what we you signed up for. Exactly. At the end, the accidents happen, and it was an accident. It just sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's been a, it's a new year, twenty twenty four. We're here. We're recording this, and it will be released officially tomorrow. Um. Yep. But yeah, man, that's a new year. Uh, before we dive into our topic, and actually, it's kind of a controversial topic a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. We're talking about Power Rangers and like the bootleg universe, um, specifically like what I'm curious to talk about is the short film that came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. But um, before then, man, like 2024, uh, like what what do you what? I don't want to say like what's your goals, but like what do you hope to accomplish this year? You got 12 months, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you hope to accomplish? Mine is to, this is going to be funny, but you will understand it, um, is to be more selfish. No, it's okay. In the sense of like saying no. Respectfully. Okay. No is my word for 2024. 
Like, I feel like I obviously do way too much. So I'm starting to definitely scale back on things in mm-hmm. life and especially stuff that's like, hey, this is happening, this is happening, and all this. Oh, and like, nope. So my response for a lot of that is going to be uh, no. So, and I'll be at peace with it. So I've that's, already. That sounds like 2024. Yeah, I've I've already started it. You know, I've already started in some areas, and it's pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. It's a lot go, of man. stress is very uh, stress relief in a sense. Um, but awesome. yeah, so I mean, that's kind of mine. Plus, it's also just you know finishing the grind, bro. You know, school's about to start here in like a couple weeks. Final semester, she goes staying. Boy is gonna be graduating and heading on to the career path. So it's really like all right let's just finish strong i got two classes so it's like dude let's just finish strong don't get all like you know senior idc and all that but definitely senior i just had the job <laughs> definitely over there like all right dude like you know let, let's wrap this up mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah that's awesome what about you um i have a few um i have like some tests and classes I need to finish up to do credentialing, like to be mm-hmm. done with the credential program. So that's a goal I have to I have to finish, right? Because until yep. it's done, it's still on the table, still on the wall. Um, besides like that, uh, I want to get, I guess you would say more healthy this year because mm-hmm. I am looking to expand my family. Yeah. Um, whether and likely won't be like oh i'm having a kid this year but we will be expecting during this year um and to do that though i I need to be healthy right i need to live as long as i can oh yeah man you know so that's already been going um shout outs to the punching bag and mini home gym i'm setting up in my garage but um yeah, man, I got puppies. You know, I've been I've been doing a lot of handy stuff around the house. Um, a goal, though, another goal is I like talking like this. Mm-hmm. I like conversating. I think I can talk about a lot of things. And one thing I always dreamed to talk about was sports. Mm-hmm. I used to want to take Stuart Scott's job when I was eight years old. Living that in Sutter, we, li- we lived off Sutter Street. Mm-hmm. And I was in first and second grade, and I used to tell people my dream job was to take Stuart Scott's job and talk along with Rich Eisen. And I used to look in the paper. One of the only reasons my parents got the paper is so Richard could look at all the stats of sports. So um, I think within the next month, I'm going to try to do a solo sports podcast three days a week. Okay. Early morning. Oh. Mm-hmm. About three. I'm going to try for three days a week. Well, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Because uh, I've always wanted to talk about sports. Mm-hmm. It's going to be specific sports. Yeah. No offense to anyone. I'm not into baseball like that. I don't watch hockey. Hey, baseball's a little like you got to be a fan, fan, bro. And I like and I and I like it when you're there. 162 mm-hmm. games, a long time. Hey, dude. As someone who honestly, like back in the day, was like this. That's what I'm going to do with my life. Like I was full blown like. I'm going to be a baseball player. Especially because once I hit middle school and those like final years of little league, when you're, you know, the old, you're like the older group, your boy's killing it. Your boy's killing it. But then I broke my hand and then, you know, mom felt bad. So took me to a comic book shop and here I am. 
and here I am. But yeah, um, I even have a working title, but I won't say oh. it yet. Okay. Um, shout outs to AI. AI has been my friend when it comes to this thing. Allen Iverson? Uh, you friends with Allen Iverson, dog? No, nah, man, I ain't Reebok. Um, oh, dang. <laughs> although I, I like him, uh, but this ain't the AI I, I need in 2024. Uh, <laughs> hey, I wrote a paper on him like a year ago, so we cool. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that's something I do want to grow more mm-hmm. and do things like that. Because um, to me, it's fun, and I think I have something to offer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 2024 is going to be a good year. Um, 2023 is like a great year for me personally. Um, and the hope is that it only gets better, right? Like that's always what I'm kind of always say. It's like the best yeah. is still yet to come. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get worse. It's only going to get better. No. So yeah, I'm excited for the year. Um, just to you know, get tackling it and get going on it. You know, already doing that as best as I can. And yeah, like even with this podcast, like I want it to grow to where I'm not even saying like anymore. Like originally I was like, oh, so we can do this and we can do that. Truth be told, I just almost want to be acknowledged. Roman Reigns style. Like it's known out there. Like I would love for it to be known out there that like, hey, this is a Power Rangers podcast. Oh, man, I want to listen to like power a podcast about Power Rangers tight. Go to Rangers of the Green. Here you go. You know what I mean? Uh That's that's kind of what I want to do. And that's a good thing, too, because I think, I mean, look at, like, you know, growing and improving, especially now with this, like, whole new way we're doing it now and everything, you know. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks way nice. more professional. Yeah, 100 percent. And um, also, too, like, I guess, like, a not the last goal, but it's like an important goal is uh, I am going to be much more frugal this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, um. Like, I haven't bought a single thing for myself so far this year that, like, directly is to me. Yeah. Um, like, like, I've bought stuff for my house. I bought stuff for right. my dogs. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. Yeah. I but, like, yeah. as far as, like, even collecting, like, I mean, I, I, I like, I, I've been telling my wife, like, I have stuff I need to put up. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. collect another thing, really, until, like, I put Makes everything sense. up. And even yeah. then, I think I'm going to be pretty strict. Like, unless I'm getting the deal, I don't know if I want to, like, no, spend you... so much money. I mean, that makes sense, especially, you know, trying to turn me, you know, to an uncle and everything. You got to watch that. Yeah, like, you, know, you already you know, know, like. You're going to be like, you're going to be like Steve Carell at the end of the day, trying to hawk these things off to pay for something. Well, and that, and, like. Yeah other stuff too like i just think about it and mm-hmm. like where i'm putting my money at this year is going to be different mm-hmm. you know and it's almost it's all just more to set up for the future which isn't a bad yep. thing no um, but yeah all. rangers of the grid rangers of the grid is going to keep growing it's going to get bigger and bigger i will say a goal for rangers of the grid this year is that we have at least three to four uh social media platforms that have at least a thousand Instagram needs to be at least two thousand by the end of the year. Oh yeah, I think we, I think Instagram will easily do it. Honestly, Instagram, yeah. But but before before I go back to break, I will be yeah. opening up a, a, a TikTok and a Facebook, and uh, I will go a little more on Threads. X is different. X is different. I haven't 
figure out a way to blow up on X. I don't know. Yeah. X is a different one. I'm not saying it's bad. Like, to be honest with you, X is more entertaining than threads. But yeah. uh, X is entertaining. Twitter is very entertaining. Yeah. Um, we ain't on the list, dog, so we good. But anyways, uh, back to the important stuff for us right now. All right. Rangers of the Grid is diving into some of these bootleg universes that, you know, have been, I feel like Marcus going around the fandom for years. And a lot of it has to do with, I think, just the passion of the fans. And that's what I related to. We always want more, right? Mm -hmm. Which is great. It's a great product for Power Rangers that your hardcore fans want more. Yes. And I don't know which one you want to talk about. Uh, I'll let you lead on this, but. I can't wait to talk about that short film because I've been. That's what we were talking about. That's what I thought we were all talking about. Oh, okay, cool. That's why, you know, episode title you can see is like that power hyphen Rangers. That slash. Because that's what it was called. That was the bootleg universe. Um, Yeah, nice. What, 14 minute video? Yeah, it was about four. I think all together you watch the credits and stuff. Yeah, if you watch the credits. And it's funny because at first when I went back and rewatched it, I realized I never fully watched like all the like credits, and I was like, "What if I was missing out on some in credits?" Because everybody always has to try to throw a hook in there. Well, that that was the timeline when that started. Yeah, and so I was thinking, I'm like, "Man, did I like miss something?" Almost like, dude, like what? Almost ten years ago, this came out. Oh, I know. And so I was not wild. Did I miss something? And so I was like, just watching the credits, like, nah, I didn't miss anything. But just that thought, though, that you know. So, Mark, let's talk about it. Um, All right. It's directed by Joseph Kahn, right? Yeah. Now, what do, what do we know about him? What do we know about Joseph Kahn? I don't know nothing. I feel he like related, I don't really know nothing either. He um, related to Tony Kahn? Maybe that's how you got the filming. Honestly, <laughs> and this is all, I don't want to sound messed up. He looks like that uh that comedian, what is his name? Jimmy. Uh Jimmy IO. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Io. Yeah, is that who it is? Jimmy? No, Jimmy O Yang. Oh, okay. He's in a Christmas movie. I really like. Yeah, no, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, he looks very similar to him. You know, I'm not not did being he, racist. I'm telling like the truth. Music videos and stuff. Oh yeah, he has a ton of credits. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, he's directed quite a bit, dude. He's directed your boy Khaled. Oh, but of course. a lot of Mariah Carey stuff. My goodness. A lot of Mariah Carey stuff. Yeah. A lot of DJ Khaled stuff. Backstreet um, Boys. Yeah. BB Rex, uh, J Lo, T Swift. Mm-hmm. A lot of T Swift. He did everything without me. Dang. That's sick. Okay. That makes actually sense now. Yeah. Oh, he did Taylor Swift's Bad Blood, though, bro. Oh, but of course. Hey, that makes all the sense now. Of this, like of Carrie Hilson, huh? Oh, he did Kush for Dr. J. Akon and Snoop Dogg. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, huh? I can transform you. He did the I can transform you. Hey, brown, now, now, them. yeah. Now I'm starting to see a, a thread here. He did Lady Gaga's Love Game, right? Like, okay, Womanizer for Britney Spears. Remember that video? Yeah, Chris Love Brown's him. Forever. A lot of those videos had like lots of kind of like special effects. Very yes, this is all and making they, sense now, right? If they didn't have like special effects. There was kind of like a grittiness or like that underground, like 
a fight could break out. Like, because I remember Love Game for Lady Gaga was like in a freaking parking structure or something. Do you remember like, uh, Sweet Escape? Mm hmm. Inco oh, I he did Incomplete with Backstreet. Oh, dang. Take me back to my eighth grade year. Britney Spears, my prerogative. He oh, did the off some offspring, some Blink 182. He did Toxic. This makes, makes all the sense. Bro, he did X gonna give it to you. All the sense in the world. Dude, and like as I'm reading okay. this, is like this is like okay, like this guy makes all the sense. He did damage by TLC. He did Nelly and uh Timberlake when they had that song Work It. I remember listening to that. That wasn't like I, I didn't know that was a music video of that. I just remember the song. Oh. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that like years. I mean, I yeah. He did Purple I, Hills, bro. Of course, of course he did. like dude, this is like all the sense in the world to me. Uh-huh. Of why. Oh wow, random Faith Hill and Elton John, though. Okay. Mm -hmm. He did stronger, some Wu Tang. So he's at the cookout. Black yeah. Street, Rob Zombie. What the heck? And you know what? He did a ton of Backstreet, but I'll leave it with this. He did some uh, Sugar Ray. Someday, way in my life has passed me. Yeah, yeah, dude. He out here doing like freaking Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, dang. Out here doing Montel, Jordan. Like, what the heck? Okay, so. I guess we could say we know what he's into. Yeah, so he definitely did that, but um, or like directed it. But like the main person that kind of put the thing together of this like bootleg movie was Addy Shanker, who homie, this guy is notorious for like his bootleg universe. Like, um, he has like this one called uh, Dirty Laundry with the Punisher. Mm -hmm. It was actually like supposed to be a continuation of the 2004 Punisher movie with Thomas Jane, which honestly, I really love that movie. It's such a good movie. Now, I have a question. What's up? Isn't this the same guy that talked about Hexagon? No. Addy Shanker? No. Okay. Man, no. I'm just getting them all mixed up if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody's blending in today. Hey dog, that one I can take full advantage of. I don't even. Hey care. dog, hey this, yeah, now nah, this your cousin over here. Um, uh huh. It is know, so, like he's done like all these kind of like unofficial. Like he's kind of one of the more like because now that like when you were talking about earlier, there's these sort of like a lot of fan films of Power Rangers, especially that are like getting bigger and like mm -hmm. production value, like the uh, Psycho Menace that just came out. So like. You have the whole like unworthy universe that's going on. Then there's like the bloodline of the grid and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a lot going on, especially in then like Ninja Storm ones and all that. Um, but he's kind of like the first person, well, not the first person, but he's kind of like the main guy that did a lot of like the bigger budget, like full blown movie quality style, like, um, I don't want to say parodies, but you know, these kind of like fan films. Un isn't like the un unworthy series too? You would say no, he's not part of unworthy. No, I'm not saying he's a part of it, but I mean oh. like that's another like fan yeah. type thing. Like it's not Saban. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not Hasbro. Yeah. And then this guy too also did this one, like I don't know, a couple of years ago, 
I know I've shown you that it was like the end of Pokemon when it was like that gritty, um, like how Pokemon really was. Like if it, how were to be if it was real, like yeah. Team Rocket and everything. And what's I will say this because what's interesting about that one, and then with this Power Rangers bootleg one that he did, a lot of this stuff kind of bleeds into then the actual projects that end up coming later, mm. like. Uh, Pokemon. So the end of Pokemon with that one, there's a scene where they're having this like underground battle and all that. Dude, if you look at that scene from that short film, it looks exactly like the um, like underground battling arena from uh, Detective Pikachu. And are you saying that is this this guy specifically that does a lot yeah. of this stuff? Yeah, yeah. Ari, Ari Shanker. Yeah, or Adi. Yeah, what was it? Yeah. That's cool. That's actually a cool thing. I'm just um, I have a question based off of like, and this is so random. This is a Richard question. All right, how does he monetize these? I don't know. I don't know if he does or not. Yeah, because um, um, unless he and has I guess a... let's up? talk about like this, like with with this film specifically. If you remember, Marcus, it was only on YouTube originally for like a couple days, like two days. Yeah, and they got pulled. Oh yeah, I. I I've um read an interview that this director for this Joseph Kahn did talking about how like yeah like it got like what is it twelve to fifteen million views mm-hmm. within the first two days and it got pulled from uh Vimeo yeah and YouTube right away and what really brought it back was the fans yeah well because then also even Saban put like a cease and desist to them yes yes yeah and. But this is the thing. So he's over here saying, you got to stop this. Don't put this out there. But, dude, don't like you look at this opening scene of this bootleg Power Ranger universe with like the battle and the Power Rangers running in. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that was. And then when you see the opening scene of the 2017 Power Rangers movie, you're telling me they're not like one did not inspire. Like it feels very much like they seem very related and not just because it's Power Rangers, but this is like. Mid battle into towards the end of the battle, stuff's going bad, and it's just like you know that's how we start in this. Oh yeah, like I think you're 100 correct on that. That they were really inspired by that um, mm-hmm. because man, like you're just how you said it, Marcus. The opening of that was basically the same thing we got yeah. a few years later, right? Very similar, almost yep. to the T of like the ground up. Exactly. It was the whole vision of like, oh, we're zooming on the ground. There's this battle. And then, you know, Rangers yeah. dying. Helmets. So, just helmets like that. Yeah. Like, so, you know, it's one of those things that's like, yeah, you might put you might put a, a cease and desist on them, Saban. But, you know, when you was doing this movie, you're like, you know what? I still like that, though. And let's, let's talk about way. let's talk about the film first. Right. All right. Before we go into like one, what we think. Mm hmm. What the, the fandom thought and thinks now. Let's talk about the film first. It has that opening type scene, right? Where like automatically you can tell it's different. It's not yeah. your normal Power Rangers because we have guns going on full on, right? Like yeah. there's guns, fighting, death, like uh, Pink Ranger busts out a blade. Yeah, dude. Like right away. Dude, she got that shank on her, bro. It's like just yeah, and um, man, 
who right away I, I don't want to say I took it more serious, but it definitely caught my attention seeing James Vanderbeek in this. <laughs> Did it not catch your attention? You're like, caught, what? I was like, what is Dawson doing on here? Yeah, hey, what hey is, also, what, what is Mox doing on here? What is Dawson doing on here? That was all I, I was like, I don't want to win. That's all you kept well, hearing, huh, in your head. And it's just because I was like, but then what's funny, though, he, like, actually co-wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, like, are you telling me James Vanderbeek is a Power Ranger fan? I bet you he was. See, and that's something hilarious. Like, I would, I wouldn't mind talking to James Vanderbeek. Oh, I, about I, that yeah. Angus. Like, I'd really want to talk to him about Angus. Yeah, I like Angus a lot. Well, then, um, plus also, I mean, the other big star in this was Katie Sackoff. Yes, who playing Kimberly, but she's dude. She's a queen in the sci-fi world. So her being a part of this is it it's not like a surprise as much as actually like James Vanderbeek. Like seeing James Vanderbeek, you're like. What the hell? <laughs> well, yeah, so, when I saw her too, I was like, wait, I, I've seen this girl. Yeah. Like, and she's huge now, by the way. I Even, yeah, like she's ever she's since Bo-Katan. This. Yeah. Like she's Bo-Katan in The Mandalorian. And I feel like this kind of in a sense, I don't want to say this is what propelled her, but it definitely, I will say it like brought her like almost, it widened her audience in a sense. Because well, yeah, she, she, she did a lot, dude. Like since yeah. this, you're right, Marcus. Like since she this... was like just the girl from not just the girl, but her main claim to fame was about Star Galactica. All right, yeah, cool. yeah. That has a definite fan base, and, and she was in a... like it's weird, Marcus. Though she was in like show like movies, yeah, right. But wasn't ever like I guess you'd say like the bigger character, right? Yeah, she's always kind of like that supporting that side. Like an Oculus, there. I do remember her in that scary yeah. movie, Riddick, which was lame. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she was always like that girl that would be in like sci fi, like stuff. But then she did this, and then I remember after this, that was when I was like, Oh, because I remember seeing, I'm like, Why does she seem familiar? You know, because she's that type of actress that was always in stuff. But then after that, then I remember then she was on The Flash, yeah, she, and played she for like six then. episodes. And yeah, and but that character, I remember it was like a big deal. People were like, oh dang, she's coming over here, and all the stuff about her going over there. They would also say, you know, Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica and Power Rangers. They would mention this bootleg universe in it. So it was like, and now look at her. Now she's on what Mandalorian and all that whole well, um, like Favreau, she, Star Wars universe. Well, she was in it before then too. Yeah, she did she, the voice, she, right? Yeah, she did the voice of Bo-Katan for years. Yeah. So, like, that's why I thought it was really cool that they put her in yeah. Mandalorian. So it's and like I don't know the, how much you've watched The Mandalorian, but, like, I that the group two of seasons. bounty hunters that Sasha Banks is in. Yeah. And this and that, she's the leader of it. Yeah, no, I know that. Like, so. she's a big deal, bro. Well, I heard she also might be taking over because, I guess, uh, homie might be done. Uh, he, he, they need him for the movie. Oh, they're making a movie? Yeah, it's not going to be a series. It's going to be a oh. movie because it's the most, it's arguably the most popular thing they have right now. Well, it's the best and... thing they have right now. Like, I don't know, like, you know me, dog. I don't know Star Wars. I have watched Mandalorian 1 and 2, but I do know that that is like, one, it's good, but it's also like, I do know that's the best thing they have right now. 
That's what's kind of yeah. keeping Star Wars afloat. I mean, but. Star Wars is always going to be afloat. Oh, it's too, dude, the, no. There's, there's too it's, much product. Um, no, too 100%. Much going on. It's, but that's like the main thing uh, right now. Watch Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan was sick. Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, Anakin Skywalker, bro, came yeah. back. Uh, but yeah, um, so they had her in it. And I just thought it was interesting that how, like, right away, dude, this is rated R. Oh, yeah. Like, the same PG-13 is rated R. No. What they talk about, um, it's, it's and because it's so short, I'm just going to kind of, like, talk about it in spurts of, they kind of went, it was like this guy and his team of writers we're like, what are all the things we talk about that we wish we knew now? Mm-hmm. Or that we we feel like was needed now? Because some of the things that they went about were very strict to the real life people. Yeah. Um, I also feel too, I mean, and let's be like, this came out almost a decade ago, which at this time we were now a decade into this whole since Batman begins this grounded gritty, like more real. Everything's dark, right? Everything's dark at the time. Everything's darker. Everything's going to be more, um, except for venom. Venom's going to be lighthearted and funny, which I appreciate, but it's, um, everything's kind of more grounded. Like if this were to happen in reality, this is what it would be. And I feel like when you take that approach to power Rangers, it is going to be dark when you think about it. It's probably one of the darkest things out there when you really break it down and look at the concept of the series as a whole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, it's uh, this whole like intergalactic war that has been happening for eons, and now it's like, hey, now we're going to entrust these teenagers to deal with this. And it was like that you're telling me that's not going to affect them later on in life. Yeah. Um, So it is just interesting, right? Like how you said it, they, uh, it makes sense, right? Cause that's what everyone would always talk about is like, Oh man, you use these technically children, teenagers, right? Yeah. Not, not adults to do this intergalactic Mm -hmm. alien war. And I just think too is interesting of like Yellow Ranger's dead right away. Yeah. Now that's a play off of uh was mm-hmm. it uh I always mess up her first name terribly. Hui Trang. Yeah. 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 Isn't that interesting? Like right away yeah. she has to be dead because the real one was dead. And I'll say this too, a lot of this even to me bled into once and always. Okay. Like because look at it like the, like with once and always, and compare this Trini's dead. You know, this yeah. Trini is dead in this bootleg universe. Obviously, once and always dealt with the death of Trini in a different way, mm. but still we have this death there, which is connecting to real life stuff. Also, but just the other comparison is that we have Billy is like this Iron Man type guy. He's this tech billionaire now, which makes sense, right? He's got Cranston like- tech. And which was literally the name of his company in Once and Always. And I don't remember if there was ever an episode 
where he talked about it one day of like, you know, and they, okay, we just pulled it from there. But like, I'm pretty sure they started Cranston Tech in this. Yeah, I think so. I, they probably did. So I'm just saying like, as much as people wanted to say like, ooh, no, stop this. Y'all taking a lot. This gave a lot to what Rangers could be. Oh, for sure. I think you're right. Uh, but I just thought it was interesting of like, let's let's stay on Billy for a second. Yeah. Um, he's gay. Yeah. Like they had they made, the Rolling Stone article, like that fake Rolling Stone article or whatever it was, Forbes or Times. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like this is kind of interesting. Like mm-hmm. they made sure to make it like he's gay. Yeah. And I it's fun it I say it's interesting because like that's openly and blatantly done because that's what was up with the real with the mm-hmm. David Yost. I just found that very like, oh okay, but like of course, right? Like I think that, but then also it's just kind of like a well, hey, you're doing an I mean, we're doing an like a R rated Power Rangers thing, why not? You know, especially when it's like we're not kids anymore, which is what I, I de- definitely feel like this was a hundred percent aimed at the fans from like our age and up, you know? Yeah. But so I think it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, yeah, let's look at it. Okay, Billy's gay. Hey, we're not kids anymore, you know. It's not one of those things where it's like a in a kid show where it's like you know No, but I, I don't and I don't even think about it like that. I think that like Okay, so this right here, basically, a lot of the things directly told us that we're going on as if these characters are the real people. Yeah, it was it was a bunch of like realism mixed with you know real life stuff mixed with this show. And truth be told, what I think made Saban and others like taken aback, besides the fact that it it garnered so much quick interest and it wasn't theirs, right? Yeah, which I think is huge, right? Like, and I and, truth, and and I kind of agree with it in a way of like side tangent, but like, let's say you were a superstar, a big star wrestling, mm-hmm. right? You worked at WWE or AEW, and someone's selling bootleg T-shirts of you as Marcus X. Mm-hmm. You don't see a dime of that. Yeah, wouldn't that bug you? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I guess I can see it from their end, right? They own this yes. property. They don't see a dime of it, and it's getting popularized. But also, Power Rangers, for all intents and purposes, is a kids' show. Yeah. So now this thing that's trending, it's hot, bro. We saw it. We saw it within the first two couple days. Uh huh. Yeah, right away with our boy Mike sending it to us. Yep. Because you know, guess what? He saw it as a trending top video on YouTube. Yeah. It was, remember back in the day they used to be a big thing on about trending. Yeah, it was on YouTube? the number one trend. It was the number one thing on YouTube. Yeah, so like, think about that. They're like getting in their information. Oh man, Power Rangers trending number one right now on YouTube. What really? What we see it and guess what we see? Zach with some hookers snorting blow. No, 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 no. Those weren't hookers, bro. If you look at the credits, that was Divatox and Scorpina. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I, the credit, I was like, look at Zach. <laughs> oh boy, just killing them. But anyways. <laughs> Yeah, and then well, there was actually two versions because I remember the first version. So yes, it did get brought down, but then it is and it is back up. Like you can still go see the original one. 
Yeah. But, <laughs> but no original, comments on the original, original one, dude, that scene with them, they're topless. You're right. I do remember that. That was back when because YouTube was a little different. They there were two different versions. There was like, yes, you still like, hey, like you had to click this features new like brief scenes of nudity and all this, blah blah blah. Because when Zach's in there making out with both of them, you know, they're out. Diva talks to Scorpion, they got that girls out. So You're right. But then obviously that when it got back put back up. It's just the one with them covered, and it's the more like, not the mature content one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and the no, the, the, the right. whole uh, deep toxing to me was kind of interesting because, I mean, I get this whole thing revolved around like the machine empire showing up, the government of the world, all the world's governments just basically surrendering. Like, all right, fine, take it over. So it's like. She came after them. So is she not trying to take over? Why is she there? Mm-hmm. Just, 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 just a thought. Just a thought. No, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I just think it's interesting, right? When we talk yeah. about it like that. Um, but yeah, that that was interesting, and the the director actually named that scene as one of the big reasons why he thinks that it got taken down right away. Oh, 100% by them. He's like, they don't. I'm sure they didn't want rangers to be seen in that light but i'll say this that dark and edginess and grittiness literally reignited interest from those who used to watch power rangers oh a hundred percent and you have like, to remember too at this time when this came out we had already heard that they were making a movie because remember yes, the movie yeah, it was, was already the, known Lionsgate yeah. already put it out there because the in the movie was delayed for like a minute mm-hmm. it was like we're doing it it's coming out this time and then it was kind of like stalled. It was in developmental hell for like a minute. And then all of a sudden, it was like, boom, 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 here it is. Here's this person, this person, this person. They're cast in it, and this is what it's going to be. Now, Marcus, don't you think it, it's smart play to make it like as a love triangle with Tommy, Kimberly, Jason? Oh, 100%. Based off the last thing we saw in Turbo, right? Yeah. Hey, the Turbo thing, but then also like this show. Um, but even like in the 2017 movie, let's be real that uh, the the trailer had that kiss in there. Home, Kimberly's kissing Jason, and everyone's like, "Ooh, that's gonna be interesting when Tommy shows up." It looks, and you know, too, like you want to, let's go deep, dog. Beginning of Power Rangers, it seemed like that was Jason's lady. Yeah, well, and that's the thing too. That's weird because it was like. Especially now, they always want to pair the red and pink together. You know, mm-hmm. the top guy and the top girl. Of course, they're gonna, you know, yeah. But this was, yeah. Um, it always kind of did seem like in there, you know. But dude, yeah, it's plus also we were literally just coming out of Twilight, and <clears throat> because of Twilight, the whole love triangle in any young adult you know young adult franchise had to be a thing there had to be some sort of love triangle had to um that along with i thought it was cool that james vanderbeek was rocky dude yeah let's let's talk about because that's a very interesting point in this whole thing because i don't and tell me marcus like i don't think i missed it but i don't remember adam or i used to even get anything He's the only one of the Stone Canyon trio there, which 
on the second go or not second because obviously this isn't the second time i watched this like the most recent time of watching this i realized yeah they weren't in this but where are they yeah so to me i wondered if that was killed him. maybe or maybe they're you know i was like it makes me wonder what happened like there's so much in this that they can explore and do a whole thing on, which would be interesting. But what's interesting, though, too, is there's that line, which, let's be real, like we always say, Rocky was in a very awkward situation because his suit was the face of the franchise, but he was not. And this is why I think that they went with Rocky, which tells me the writers pay attention James Vanderbeek knew what he was doing. Because think about it like this, too. Like like you said, Marcus, when he took the role, the mantle of being the Red Ranger, which was the face, mm-hmm. automatically was downgraded. And as that first season went on when he was red, he mm-hmm. was downgraded to below Billy in a way. Yeah, Billy was Billy was essentially the number two. Yes. Um, when, and remember we said... Uh, yeah. Even in that one episode with the return of the Green Ranger, like it's kind of evident in the way he's talked to. Yeah. And but then not that, but so they have that line in there when Kimberly even tells him, she's like, Yeah, well, you were never really one of us anyway. Yes. Hell of a line. And it's a good line because it's like that's kind of that true. makes sense then. Because if you remember, he used to question certain things mm-hmm. early on, the character would. And then yep. as they went on, like you, you said it before, Marcus, like even going into Zio, he moved below Adam now. Yeah. Like technically, if and you we can go off the numbers, like the numbers, he right? Ultimately, like the comedic relief, he became the comedic guy, like supposed to be the funny one, which is interesting because like normally those ones don't like those characters are only just there for the quips. There's not a lot of focus put on them and there wasn't in some points if you go back on the seasons yeah. especially in zeo i th- i feel like mm-hmm. especially jason coming back yeah. so it i thought it was really cool interesting that he's like has machine like right because and that, th- that this way. makes a ton of sense to uh machine empire doesn't mm-hmm. that make sense because they didn't really win yeah. Like they didn't really beat them. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, like think about the final battle. I because I, I know King Mondo returned because they defeated King Mondo, then Prince Gasket came. Or another one showed up, but then King Mondo did come back, but then they defeated I think it really just ended with them like fully defeating him and then Jason losing his powers, and then it's turbo. Because Zeo never yeah, like, had that, like, definitive ending. No, that's what I mean. Like, it was never, like, I don't know. I felt like it was never, like, a fully, like, this is it. But well, also, too, they didn't really do it to Zed and Rita either like that. No, but then also look back at also um, Forever Red, you know. Hey, remnants of the Machine Empire. Yeah. So that means that's like, okay, well, you know, that would explain, well, yeah, we didn't really, you know, defeat them. And that was, again, part of the fever dream of Hexagon was tying up loose ends of what that 
showrunner uh, wanted to do with it. Well, sorry, the showrunner that we know was not the showrunner. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that was kind of like the thing. They wanted to type loose in. So that that is one way of looking at it. It's like, okay, well, they didn't defeat them. So, of course, there would probably still be generals, especially if they're like an intergalactic empire like that. Yeah, like, if you're... It's such a weird one. Remember, like, like sorry, like, I'm looking at a quick synopsis of that last episode. It was so weird. Yeah. It was like, you're right, Jason, Jason losing his powers. And then he just goes off with that girl, Emily, or whatever her name was. Like, they finally knocked off Homeboy's crown, and, like, his head rolled off. Yeah. So, like, they basically killed him. Yeah. But, like... That was kind of it. Like, there wasn't much else, like, with the rest of them, right? No. But Mondo's head, like, still talked. Yeah. Like, he, he said, you know, like, swore vengeance on everybody. They haven't had the last of them. So, like, they technically didn't win. Yeah, it was just kind of like I mean, a, in a way, they won the battle. Yeah, but it was more of like a we stalled them, I guess. But then in comes turbo and then it's just okay it was kind of cool though because um, i thought machine empire was cool well wait wait wait, 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 hold up wasn't the machine empire also i'm pretty sure they were in like the in space like the yeah they were they were yeah at the table right they're at the table (laughs) like mondo machina they were there and then even with um at the end too when the Z wave was going around, they got like all petrified and turned to dust and all that too. So it's kind of like an interesting thing. So it's like, so that's a topic survive. the comics need to hit. Yeah. The, the machine, but then, exactly. Cause it's like, so it wiped them out. So if it wiped out, you know, throughout the whole universe, how come there were still remnants of them then? I mean, but then granted, it didn't knock out all the evil, you know? So yeah, but like, I mean, God, like you said, forever red, they are back. Exactly. Like, remember they had that? Like, it was like a almost like a Buddhist statue to com- comics. Need to hit on that. For like, that's an interesting. That's an interesting one. You know, thinking about that. But yeah, and how interesting was it? Like, Tommy's like, oh, he's like a ghost now. And like he yeah. he wasn't in the way it. I'll, I'll give him this. The story they had in this. Uh, short film was great because there was no slip-ups yeah it was straight the entire way right of like you think it's tommy oh man he he was a rita made him a ranger right this and that but no he was really following just missing right just missing at every point missing Mm -hmm. to save his fellow ranger at each stopping point because go ahead well just the interesting part of that because like you said they're using kimberly as bait for him when Rocky reveals that to her. And how cool was it? Okay, let's talk about the reveal. Yeah. How cool was that? That they got Carla Perez to play Rita. Yeah. Right? And I think it ties up ends of like, bro, it should have always been Rita trying to get Tommy. That's why Zed was going after Tommy too, maybe. Mm-hmm. At one point. Well, because remember, like, she was working for, it was revealed that she was working for Zed. Mm-hmm. So knowing that that's kind of like, the big mess up that she had in a sense. Yeah. Okay, well, now I really gotta solve this. Which mm-hmm. always dude, which always gosh, it's my big what if in Rangers, I think right now is 
if Tommy was around and if he was still like in imagine Tommy and Dino Fury or Cosmic Fury with Zed coming back like that. It'd be interesting. Hundred percent. I'm gonna say yeah. this: he had had the Billy roll. Oh, and then some. I feel yeah, like he was because Tommy. I, I yeah, I I because I do I remember like there was this whole there's a rumor when they were doing Dino Charge, mm-hmm. the season that had ten Rangers on there. Because remember the last time we saw Tommy, he had the Brachio power. There's a ranger in there. It was he had a Titanosaurus, which a Titanosaurus is an even bigger Brachiosaurus, which is insane to think about. But like mm-hmm. the suit was a, just a silver. It was a silver suit, and so it was like, and the helmet looked very much like you know his Dino Thunder helmet. So there's a rumor someone had photoshopped it, saying like he was coming back in, and a lot of people thought, dude, if he did come back, that'd be so sick. Oh, I th- I think it'd be great. Like- and it's just, but yeah, it's. It's one of those things that that's a big what if to me. I think now, like if he had been in there, because. But anyway, back to uh, back to bootleg. The reveal was great because yeah, it makes all the sense. It was Rita. Mm-hmm. She acted as Kimberly, which makes sense. She's a witch, right? Like she can yeah, she can turn into these things, and she killed everyone. Yeah, and so to me, I wonder what was besides her just trying to like what's her whole thing just to get to Tommy or destroy him, and now it's like a because I always thought like I always kind of wonder I'm like was she doing this to then like okay now I'm gonna go after the Machine Empire in a sense, right? I don't know. Like it was them. It was almost like what is she having him help her get them? Yeah, because he, you know, the last thing he saw was Kimberly dying. Right, he saw Mm -hmm. her die. So, like, she set up everyone, like, let's talk about this, because I thought this was such an interesting take. One of the ones that I, like, stuck in my head from this, Bulk and Skull setting Jason up. <laughs> Bulk in his Raider shirt and hat? <laughs> yeah. But, like, honestly, Marcus, like, uh... they got shit on by them so much. And that's the line that makes sense. says. Or one of them says, we're tired of, you know, of you country. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But then it the line sense. of, but then the line of like why they did it. Oh, because the Machine Empire has better meth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds like they're out in Yuba County. Uh, it looked like it. It, it, it looked like it. <laughs> But I just thought that was an interesting take on them. Yeah. You know, because the way that the, this short film was set up, like, there's no in space. Exactly. And that's what I was There's no say. turbo, probably. No, because of that. Like, because the Machine Empire comes and then essentially just takes over like that. that Where's means Kat? She. Oh. Interesting. Where's Cat? Because she was the, she would have technically she was the Pink Ranger. Yeah. There's some there's some questions to this. This it's because it's because like if you're gonna have Rocky, like why can really never leave? Like why is Jason there? Is he the mm-hmm. Gold Ranger? Well, if he's the Gold Ranger, cast the Pink Ranger. Yeah. But maybe he, where's Tanya? I don't think, no, I don't think I don't think he got he wouldn't have gotten gold yet. 
Then where does Rocky come in? Yeah. Why does Jason matter? You know what I mean? Like, these are just the simple questions of like, no, why does he matter then? Well, I think, and that's the thing too. I think with the, obviously this is like a, Hey, we're just going to make this short film type thing. And it's just a one-off. Yeah. But I think when you do that, you do bring up a lot of stuff that's like, great. Oh, this is cool. And we do this and blah, blah, blah. That fits. Do it. But then there's the whole thing of like, but wait, what about this? And then what about that? Which now begs, and I'm not going to lie. I would love to, I would love if there was like a continuation series of this somehow. Yeah, like just something like, what do <laughs> I just keep wondering in my head, like, where, where is this and that? But it is what it is, right? I think, I think it's a really cool story, like yeah. a really cool short film. They did a great job with it. Um, what do you what do you think about the film? Oh, dude, I loved it. Um, I loved it hundred um, percent. I thought it was great because one, it's it's just Ranger content and it's new mm-hmm. Ranger content in the sense of like a, dang, you know, we are about to get this movie here like in a year or two. So I wonder if they, you know, it kind of opened it up to see like what could be possible. Yeah. Um. I do, I do remember everyone was kind of waiting to see if anybody else would say anything. Because remember, this at the time, Jason David Frank was huge on that social media. Oh my like, god! He had like his show, like you know, the little web series that he was doing and stuff. And then I remember seeing his video when he finally talked about it. He was like, "I'm not a fan." <laughs> because well, and you know what? Let's let's talk about that because I looked yeah. up his and Austin St. John's um, yeah. about this, and let's talk about uh, Jason David like, Frank's. Yeah. He was not a fan of it because he said it's, you know, Rangers is supposed to always be about like family friendly, kid friendly stuff, you know, at the end of the day. What he's and he made a comment and it makes sense. He said he's more of a PG 13 guy. Yeah. You know, he's like, I don't really want, like, he doesn't, he wouldn't watch that stuff. Yeah. And that to me was interesting just because I'm like, that wasn't even the interesting part. The interesting part was the comment he made about how, like, the Saban thing. And it was like, oh, he's still trying to get into that movie. Yeah, because remember, the movie was very, like, up in the air. And it was like, no one had been casted yet. Mm-hmm. There was the questions of who's going to be in it. Are there going to be past Rangers? Because all we knew was that it was going to be based on Mighty Morphin. But we didn't yeah. know exactly how. Um, and so it was the questions of like, well, are any of the past ones going to show up? And I could definitely see him like, well, hey, man, <laughs> I should be in this. And I mean, he was ultimately, thank God. But, you know. Yeah, it's what, just, what, uh, sorry. What, um, what Austin say? He gave his professional opinion, not his personal opinion. Okay. Well, and he's funny. He was funny. He said, and I don't think either one makes that big a difference. Uh, but he goes, professionally, it looked like it was done really well. Mm-hmm. And that's like most you could say. He goes, yeah, it's like dark. It's a dark tone for Power Rangers. Um, and it was kind of it. It was pretty short. Very short. Kind of straight to the point. Um, and, you know, he, it's not like he's like, I wasn't contacted by any of this. Why would I be? Yeah. Uh 
And this is at the time, though, too, where he's not like trying for roles with Power Rangers stuff. No. I think he's just really getting back in the swing of things of going to cons at this time. Yeah. Whereas, like, Tommy definitely wanted a role in the movie. He even made a comment about how Saban approved of Bat in the Sun. And he promoted that while talking yeah. about it. Uh, as far as the fandom goes, I feel like the fandom's like almost 50 50. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Cause I think, like, like again, we're also a one of the most toxic fandoms. And, um, like, dude, I mean, think about it. We want, we always clamor for new stuff. We want new stuff. And then we get it, or not just new stuff, but we want it new and in a different take. Do something different with it. And then we get it, and then we crap over it. Not everyone. Yes. But for then, oh, we crap on it because it's not, it's so far different from like what we're used to in the original stuff and all that. So it's like a, you know, I think no, you're right. But I think looking back at it now with like, like, with like the 2017 movie looking back now on it, I think a lot more people are realizing, wow, that, you know, it was different, but it was a lot better and it ages better to me. This is still good. Like it, this bootleg movie never like floundered to me. It was never like, like I've been a fan of it since it came out. I still think even now, because I think it's, it's even better now because of let's be real. Look at all the influence it has had on the franchise since since it came out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Opening scene like, in 2017 movie, Cranston Tech. You got, dude, one of the best fight scenes with Zach in that whole sequence. Oh my, dude, they gave it a ton of time too. Bro, dude, first of all, Zach is like just doing his best Wesley Snipes as Billy Blanks. The whole hip hop keto thing was amazing. Um, so sick. But just, you know, that and I think that sort of has like, and especially with the comics because I don't even think the comics were a thing yet. They no, they they weren't. The comics hadn't even come out yet, and we definitely know that the comics did take a darker turn. You know, yeah, freaking, yeah. The, the comics, yeah, Jack and stabbing Tommy through the chest and stuff. Yeah. So it's like the comics are definitely darker, but I think, and yes, you do you can get away with that more in that form. But especially with this, this kind of open that like, hey, we can go this far with it that people will say, well, hey, maybe that was a little too far, but let's go here instead of all the way out here with it. You know, no, you're you're right. Uh, I just thought it was interesting. Like it was a good to me. It was great. Like it was it was a good movie. Like I liked it. Or, or excuse me, film. Like I actually really wow. liked it um, way more than I thought I would. Even mm-hmm. look at watching it now, right? Because truth be told, it's been years, bro, since I've seen it. Yeah. It's been years, and I liked it. Um, I can see why people don't like it, because truth yeah. be told, it's it's Power Rangers, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, they went such a dark tone that I don't, I don't think that would ever happen. Yeah. I think I would say this, though, just because with everything of the whole, we'll see what's up with this reboot. If they're doing it still. Um, but I will say this. If they ever do like a big multiverse thing. How great would it be to see a Green Ranger. With that like Tron style holographic. That was really cool light. huh? 
light up. Dude, the shield, I, I was always kind of like, that's interesting. It was cool. But I just always thought it was kind of interesting how it wasn't like an actual like full-blown like physical shield, you know? It makes sense, though. But, I mean, think about it. Like, it's a alien. Like, like yeah, that no, and the 2017 movie, like, those kind yeah. of suits for stuff make this make so much sense because this is alien stuff. Exactly. And that's the thing I liked about, like, I remember telling people, they're like, oh, those suits are I was like, dude, it's alien. Like, alien, that's the show. How are we going to know that aliens have spandex? Like... <laughs> You know, that was always my thing. So I was like, so yeah, it should look different. It should look more spacey, you know, space warrior-ish, whatever. But um, yeah, man, I think this this was a great thing because, like I said, it went so dark that it showed what what was possible. And it's like, let's just bring it back a little bit. Because let's be real, dude, once and always, it was dark. For Rangers, well, dark, dark for Power Rangers, yeah, yes, for Ranger Sanders, it was dark. They actually said kill. Um, and hey, legit stabbed Rita through the chest, like, like yeah. stabbed her and then blew her up and everything. Like, um, but then not just that, but then we also see with um, the Cosmic Fury, homie lost an arm. Oh, I, I, yeah, which I know. is like, I know it was very like, oh, my arm is gone. <laughs> like, it, is, it was just kind of like, you know, but still, Cosmic Fury was a much darker tone. Cause when, what happened with that? We saw an empire actually take over. No, you're right. Like, uh... so it's like, besides the Cranston tech from once and always, come on, man, this, this bootleg universe is ha- like, it's, it left its mark. Oh, for sure. On the franchise. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I would love to ask questions about it. Just curious. Oh, um, obviously, nothing came of it. And, and it's not even a, considered a part of the like universe at all. No. Um, like, but that's the great with thing it. with the word multiverse. <laughs> you can I, always still do don't, I still don't think it'll get in there. Oh, no. Not a no. But no. I think. It, I mean, it would be cool if you, if like Katie Sackoff was, you know. Sure, sure. I, we, I mean, if they, like, hey, we're gonna. I mean, that's a hardcore cameo flex, but I don't know. We'll see. Technically, like, and they can hang their hat on. It's blatant. The opening scene of this movie is copied. Um, yes, it's blatant. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it was actually cool. I'm truth be told, Marcus, I'm surprised we were able to talk about it this long. Yeah. And I feel like there's even some more stuff we probably could break out, but yeah, well, no. Yeah, for this shorter clip. Yeah. You would say it's a short, it's short. It's like literally, if you're only watching that, it's about 14 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh that's a good one. Did um anything else on the horizon for you? Anything going on? Um, no. No. Not really. Um, Just get back on the grind of things. So we still gotta figure out what we're gonna do for episode 38. Yeah. And then start playing for 42. Yeah. 40. 40's coming up. Fofos, I'm tipping. <laughs> All right, man. Let him out. It's your boys. It's Richard. It's Marcus. We Rangers of the Grid. We got it. Grocery bag. Grocery <laughs> bag.